0: Hey firecrackers, it's Naomi and welcome to the firecracker department. Well, how you doing? How you holding up in the world? It is a wild time. I just keep saying it's wild. I don't know how to make sense of a lot of what's going on right now, but I'll tell you what makes sense to me. That's coming together. The firecracker department has always been about bringing people together and supporting them to create, take creative action. And now more than ever, that's our job so that makes sense to me so I've been in quarantine for two weeks it's 14 days today actually happy anniversary Naomi I thank you where's my cake you can't go out for cake it's not an essential service so I am celebrating by spending it with you and I honestly all the little groups we've started a movie group we've started a monologue group we've got some upcoming uh, hangouts planned a, a brunch on Sundays there's lots of things going on if you want to hang out with some amazing firecrackers and, you know, just come together and support each other. So thank you for being here right now. And as I say, there's always a seat for everybody at the firecracker table. Just reach out to us and we'll make room for you and give you something to feel creative and to make you feel like you belong somewhere. Because who knows, you might be living alone and that might be really tough. So come and join our brunch. And you might be living in a house full of people and it's really crowded. and. Put your earphones on and come and join us uh we're here for you okay we got gotcha. you just reach out now my guest today is just a phenomenal person it's renika jayapallan now she's a director from canada and she's directed episodes of kim's convenience uh working mums murdoch mysteries the web series the 410 and she's she's just gonna go so far as a director because she has such an incredible heart and she's funny and that's a combo that is so, so dear to my heart. We uh, hung out during TIFF. So it's a while ago, before the world changed. And um, we, I found a little space at Second City Toronto in the training center, but uh, we grabbed a little space. I mean, if you've ever gone to TIFF in Toronto um, in September, it's nuts. Like our the, the streets are packed, every building is packed. You go to one of the hotels, and every corner people are having meetings and they're on their phone it's really exciting but it's it's pretty chaotic so i was thrilled to get her just for this time alone and to, just to find out a little bit about her too because i've always been such a fan renika and i met originally at the share her journey rally even that was a couple years ago and uh i don't know if you know about share her journey it's this amazing five-year initiative of increasing participation skills and opportunities. More women behind and in front of the camera and they had a rally and it was one of those times that you just look around and everybody's sort of welling up with tears knowing that we've come a distance but we've got a distance to go too, and we got to dig in and go to work it's a very empowering movement and I loved meeting Renica there as well we had such a beautiful talk we talked about movies we talked about our mothers both who have dementia and uh, it got a little bit emotional and I'm okay with that you know originally I was like should I edit the part that I get emotional in? And I was like, no, because it's my mom. Of course I'm going to get emotional. She's my mom, right? Um, anyway, we just had such an honest and open discussion and, uh, I really enjoyed it. So I feel really lucky to have had this time with her. I can't wait to share Renika with you as well. So let's get started. Here's my chat with Renika J. Apollin. I'm so thrilled to, uh, sit down with you because actually you've been in my in the under the umbrella of firecracker department okay. for a while because I've sort of seen a bunch of things that you've been working on. Okay, cool. And then I was doing a little research on you and this is the part that I'm always curious about because uh, it's rare that you just launch into the the career that you have right now. Yeah. And having started in, in biochemistry, I feel <laughs> yes. like that, because my father's a chemistry professor. Oh, really? So he's over at Queen's. So okay. I know, I know it's not the same thing yes. other than the fact that the word chemistry is. Yeah. But Ha- tell me a little bit about that journey for you. Well, I I always thought I was going to be a doctor, you know, yes. since I was a kid. And, um, like your speeches, were they all like the ear? I'm, I'm going to be a pediatrician yeah. when I grow up. And know, is that so. just because, like, your, your fam- that was your family? Yeah, role, because, you know,
1: South Asian yeah. immigrant parents, there's a lot of doctors in my family. Um, and, and, you know, immigrant parents want... To their kids to not have a hard life they don't want them to they don't yeah. have to worry about them and so it's sort of always a traditional kind of professional careers so they yeah. sort of uh, encourage stable. them yeah, yeah. stable with a, path, a clear path mm-hmm. total opposite right. from directing and filmmaking anything in the arts anything yeah. in the arts um, so I was always and I, I thought like, I do want to be a
0: doctor because it's a noble profession sure and, nothing wrong with yeah. being a doctor <laughs> You're yeah. awesome. nobody's going to find out oh she's a doctor yeah. How scandalous <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I, I um, you know, high school, science, that, that direction. And right. then university, you know, specialized in biochemistry. Um, but I always loved movies, like right. always, since I was a kid. I'd, I'd see movies with my dad. You know, I grew up in Toronto and Ontario, TBO, L.E.O., Saturday the Movies. LEOs um, I yeah. remember L.E.O.s. Yeah, my dad when yeah. was a kid watched all the Hitchcock movies that yes. way. And um, so, always, so, like the classics, the classics, yeah, mm-hmm. and like, and then you know, E. T. was a big, you know, important movie uh-huh. in my childhood, and. So I always like loved movies and had a memory for movies. Like I just remembered scenes.
0: And, yeah. You know, like, do you scenes. remember like the the quality of it that made you lean in? Like for me, it was always comedy. Like yeah. I remember the com- comedic movies that my yeah. family watched. For well, you, I what mean, was it?
1: this is before I was like decided. Like, you know, when I was I yeah, were know, you just attracted to it? Attracted, like when I was a kid, I remember moving. We moved from Scarborough to to Thornhill. Yeah. And I knew no one. New school. New new no fr- New friends. I yeah. had nobody. And we, my parents took me to see E.T., was playing the theater then. And um, I really related to Elliot because sure. he was going through his parents' divorce and he was a friend and and, and just that feeling yeah. of someone on screen is feeling something and I'm feeling it too and yeah. I felt connected. Yeah. And so I think that, that resonated with me. And so, and that really has been a theme in my work. Yeah. I'd say we can get back go, go to that later,
0: but no, that's yeah. one of my thoughts for you, though. Yeah. What's a what is a theme? Yeah. Just, it? just
1: just like I want my, my work, I always want the audience to feel something.
0: Yeah. And to
1: feel something authentic and real, whether it's it's you know uh, a laugh or a good cry, yeah. or, or just something um, that will resonate with them, and I always uh, kind of gravitate towards that kind of material mm-hmm. but uh in terms of like you know then I, so anyway you know filmmaking yeah. uh, not a real profession it's like, no, it's, not. A, it's, a it's, hobby. like it's a hobby yeah. it's like it go to the movies everyone yeah. does it um but in, in uh, university I had a, a chance in second year to take an elective course and I took a course called uh I went to U of T and it was the film studies course It was called contemporary popular American film Okay, which I'm sure is a fluff course. Yeah, it doesn't it sound like made up. Yeah, right? I for feel the, like the
0: professors all sit around. Yeah, and go, yeah. Okay, here's a title. Yeah. I got yeah. one for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: And it was just totally like probably a fluff course for all the like hardcore cineastes. Right. And um, we watched, you know, American films from 1970 onwards, um, and you know, Thelma and Louise, Alien, you know. Whatever, seven, like all kinds of other films. Can't remember now, but the one we watched, The Godfather, was the second film we watched, which I had seen with my dad Uh on TV. We we watched The Godfather, and there was a scene um, near the beginning where um, Michael, played by Al Pacino, has brought uh, Kay, Diane Keaton's character, to his sister's wedding, Mm -hmm. and they're at a little table, and he's describing, he's talking about his family, and he's kind of explaining to her what his family does, you know, you know that they're, you know his father makes people an offer that they can't refuse. Right, right, right. Stuff, right? <laughs> yes. And they're talking and they're sitting across from each other at this little tiny table and in between them is a character named Luca Brazzi who's like, you know, the Don's henchman. Yeah. And Luca Brazzi's like practicing his speech to like thank the Don for inviting him to his sister's wedding. And the professor was like, hey, look at this scene blocking. So the scene, Luca Brazzi, he's positioned right in the center between these two you know, this, you know, Michael and Kay, which means like they, these two will never be together because the mafia will always be. And it just like, I, I could see the matrix, you know, yeah. I could see what filmmaking, how you could do it. And I was, I love that. And I thought I can do that. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of made me think about, you know, maybe I'll go make a short film at the film club at, at UT House, UT. Mm-hmm. And, and I did that. I put my friend in it and, you know, it was called Sunday Afternoon and she has a dream that she's like Audrey Hepburn
0: and. Yeah, because you love classic movies. I, like, I saw yeah. like, in your Facebook world, there's a lot of like, yeah. classical
1: Yeah, I like classic. they' am just timeless things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I, I graduated. I finished biochemistry, but I did minor in cinema studies and, and English. And then um, after I graduated, I was like, mm, I think I have to be a filmmaker. Yeah.
0: What was that discussion like at home? Yeah,
1: it was like, it was my parents.
0: My mom always,
1: you know, I think it took her a long time to understand because mm-hmm. it was always like doctor, doctor, doctor. Yeah. She she struggled. She put me through private school. Like it was always education top. And um so it took her a long time. My dad was kind of like, You want to be an actor? You want to be a producer? No, it's right. a director. Yeah. You know, it was a hard what does you know, a director do? So but my dad was more um open, confused about what it was, but open to it. So you know I'd come home sometimes and I'd have like find like an article from the newspaper
0: to, like cut out on my desk. Yes. Was like
1: a studio is opening in Toronto. My there is father dress. does the same
0: thing. I get article in the olden days. I got like envelopes stuffed with articles, yeah. and now I just get like the Economist forward yeah. or <laughs> like yeah. Harper's or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So like, I but think he grew up like he brought the love of movies to your life. You would think yeah. that he would understand that.
1: Yeah, but I think it's it's such a for like for my dad was a chartered accountant. He worked for right. Canada Revenue Agency, you know. My mom worked for CAMH in the accounting department. Like, they, they were civil servants. Lives. They Yeah, totally. Like, creative was a very, un, like, no one in my family, any cousins, any relatives really? were in that kind of arts or creative world. So it was very foreign. And, and also they just, it, it was like, that's a hard life. They worry about you. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If yeah.
0: I had a kid that was going into the arts, I'd be like, I'm worried about you. But they must know that you had the passion and drive that you showed in biochemistry yeah. to pursue this.
1: But I think it's 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 still, you know, being a doctor. Know, a jury's lawyer. not out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's like there is a path. You can yeah. work hard and, you, you know, you can get on a path and there will be something at the end of it. But with like, you know, as you know, like filmmaking, acting, like I mean, arts, music, You don't know. No. You don't know it's going to work. You just have to go and do it
0: and and keep doing it. Yeah, that's what we say. My husband and I are both actors, and we both say there are three rules. You can't uh, give up. You just have to keep going. You can't get bitter because nobody wants to work with bitter people. And you can't hold hands on garbage day because it's really awkward because the garbage (laughs) cans. So it's just three rules to live by. It helps us. (laughs) Um, So then when you – so like – I find it interesting because also you need the support, like the yeah. cheerleaders around you. And if your parents are sitting around like, "Oh, yeah, uh, I'm nervous for you," it must have made yeah. you also nervous for your,
1: yeah, trajectory. It, yeah, it's interesting because I always, I, I, had I have really great friends who are always supportive yeah. and like in the
0: doctor world. No, like
1: my from high school, from okay. like when I was 11, 12. Like we, both, we, we're still friends, um, and they were always, you know, I would rope them to broke them into being into my movies yeah you know, they would they were always game like you know one of my best friends she did all the makeup yeah, and right. one did all the catering you know so they were I had really great friends um but I, I'm not gonna lie it was
0: it was hard Cause like
1: what am no. I doing am I is this... it would be a lie if you
0: told me it was easy yeah. I would be like mm, come was, on
1: it was really what hard what was it like
0: for you because I feel like there's times and I feel like it happens more than once but like when you're on that fork in the road when you're like no I gotta go back to to the world of medicine, yeah. as opposed to arts. Yeah. Do you remember those those moments? Well, I mean,
1: I I was also you know very practical too because you know I graduated from UT, and then went to night school at Ryerson just to like learn how to use a camera. Is is this actually what I want to do? Right. I made some you know, shorts and stuff, but during the day I worked at CAMH, right. You know, in like pharmacology studies, right? Right. Just to like you know get it, have you know have some money and yeah, like, and and then at night I would use that money to like make my movies. Yeah. And uh, so I did that. And then, you know, where was this going? And I and I had heard about this place called the Canadian Film Centre, which, you know, I heard about and would drive past it, yeah. but never knew actually what happened behind those Right, behind gates. Those beautiful gates. Yeah, what, like what's going on, peering on over yeah. the secret but garden. You, you know, you hear, if you know anything about, you know, if you're in Canada and you want interest in film and you're a student, like that's some place that you, you've heard of. And so, honestly, I applied on a whim. I applied, like, the week... Before no. the deadline, people I, work for months on there. Yeah, I thought on a whim. Pitch. I I used these little shorts that I made at Ryerson. I had never worked in the industry. They were just my shorts, and and uh, I, I they, they let me in, it, and it changed my life. That really yeah. did change my life because from then on, it was like I'm definitely just doing Yes, yeah.
0: because you needed somebody to be like I believe in you. Yeah, like that yeah. system said like you think we think you have something valuable and yeah. I know, it's all, like, self-value. I think yeah. there's such a, it's such an interesting time, like, speaking to you during TIFF, too, as yeah. you must find, where I find the dichotomy of, like, inward and outward is so messed up in my <laughs> head. Don't you find that? Like, we work so hard at our craft yeah. and our heart. And then you got to, like, be all public about it. And lipstick deck. on. And it's so <laughs> against, like, I don't know. Yeah. How do you make sense of
1: that? Um, I definitely put my work, one of my work to speak for me. And yeah. I don't... I don't do stuff like this very often. I don't really talk about myself or, you know, uh, the issues. I really like to
0: put, like, the work speak for itself. Right. Um, When you say issues, do you mean, like, the global issues or do you mean, like, your personal issues? um, I guess, like,
1: global, like, you know, um, like, female director issues and which, you know, all that stuff and and I, I almost think, the act of I' I'm, I'm a woman I'm I'm yes I'm a woman of color I'm making movies that is my political act yeah and my you, movies yeah. will have my my perspective and voice and statement whatever in, in it personally
0: put it yeah and yeah. I, I,
1: I I think I just you know like you know I, you know actors it's like if, if if they're so public a viewer can't always see them as their character because their persona kind of forefronts that yeah and I, not that, like, a, no one knows who directors are usually, but, like, I, I don't.
0: <laughs> it's odd, but I yeah. know, yeah, yeah. You know, I just,
1: I really think it's, like, I almost want to be anonymous in a way. And, like, yeah. cause it's, because my work is personal, you're, I'm already putting a lot right. out there. So I don't need to, to add to it
0: with, you
1: know, so explicitly. Maybe yeah, like,
0: do you feel like you need to put yourself out there more so just with, like, the pressures of social media these days? Like, no. You know? the opposite you're like (laughs) screw you social media
1: I'm very private like I I don't I have rules for like my Facebook or Instagram like uh, for my Facebook I don't befriend you if I haven't met you or talked
0: to you yeah that's smart I've I've actually been going through because for a while I was like oh if we have somebody in common okay yeah yeah and now I've kind of gone from like I "I don't know like people are like I just had a baby and I'm like I don't know who you are yeah
1: that's one rule the second rule is I never like anything (laughs) Ever. Because once you like something you have to start liking everything and then you feel like, oh, this is this like worthy? Is this not? I never I've never liked anything on Facebook. That's good to know. Yeah. It's
0: like I'd be like, hey, she hasn't liked anything I posted. I take it all very personally. <laughs>
1: and yeah, then I I rarely comment, but when I do, it's like it's like oh my god, Ronica commented. Mm. It's, it's, it's it's important. It's it's something. It's mm-hmm. it's of note and then um, I used to not actually Put anything really personal or I used to not even put things about my own film work. I would just post about like, you know, Hollywood Reporter, this article, this movie, right. this trailer. But I've started to
0: like post about my own work a little bit more, but not
1: not too much. because I, I don't want to be one of those people.
0: But what? Okay. So <laughs> I want to talk about that because one of those people, we talk a lot about that with our like yeah. self-promotion. Yeah. So I'm also not a huge fan of the like mm, uh, obligatory trailer shot or whatever yeah. it is. Like I'm like, oh, but yeah. I do think that there's a way of self-promoting and yeah. being proud of what you've created because yeah. you work effing hard for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But without doing it, like doing it your way. Do you know what I mean? Like, so how is your way of doing it? Because I think it's important. Otherwise, yeah, that's the power we have in social media. We don't have power. That's a true. lot in this industry. Yeah.
1: I mean, I you know I will put, if, if you know I have a film in a TIFF. I will post
0: right that right.
1: Or uh, a film is screening. For people to see, I will I will post. Something that they can do. If they want to see it, they can go right. and see it. Right. Vers- versus just the sake of, hey, look at me. I'm doing something. But if it's for, you know, it's, it's accessible to someone to see or that, I guess. It's I haven't tricky. really actually
0: analyzed it. I know. It's a, it's a constant uh, challenge for me because yeah. I also value the projects I'm involved with. Yeah. So I go, my job is to support that too. Yeah. So if you and I are working together, I'm going to be like, Oh, I worked with this really cool lady. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a way to do it. That's, that's your own. I think that's the thing you have to kind of distill so that you're not doing like, (laughs) like posy shots, but like, (laughs) this is what I gained from this experience. That's true. Because I think you're, we're all messengers. Like, and I don't know how you feel about that role. I know you said about being um, somebody that's uh, like in the global, what was the word you used? Uh, Uh, issue issue oriented but like do you feel like your job is to be a messenger of this this path i mean i i really want to make i make
1: i direct i make films direct television so an audience can feel something right that's and and can feel connected and i i don't do projects where i don't feel connected to Mm -hmm. it that's including television like have you um, ever um, I have, and there've been not great experiences. Yeah. You know, it's just like, why am I? It's time away from, you know, things that are maybe more important to me, and yeah. and I put a lot of myself into my work, and it's it's uh, not, not not so rewarding creatively and personally, and so. I'm 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 more picky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I there's guess. something I can bring to some to a project, I mean, I've been doing television the past few years. which is a recent thing, which is a very different medium than directing mm-hmm. than film directing. Um, not better or worse, just different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but even that, I'm, I I am picky
0: as to what I want to work on. Yeah. How do you navigate that? How do you navigate your way into somebody else's project? Because I know you directed yeah. like. Murdoch or Working Moms which isn't which you didn't write but you have to like own it in the same way that as if you did yes
1: which is like that's that's what the tricky part of television directing is yeah I mean Murdoch uh was uh the the showrunner Pete Mitchell like huge like gave me a huge break yeah you know he did not need to give me an episode I was I was I was shadowing right you know and a couple weeks into the shadowing he was like hey you want to do one and Come which, on. yeah, which What's was the same again, Pete Peter Mitchell. Mitchell. That's so like he's the showrunner of Recognize Up the those cheerleaders because yeah.
0: those the people that, like, like I'm going to give you a chance. Yeah. Like a lot of us have all shouted yeah. and rarely does that turn into. Uh, yeah,
1: and that was, and I, I and I'll, I'll, it, the funny part is, like, getting into television, I never wanted to direct t- t- TV. Never, no. ever. You just want to do your own films. I, would, I never thought someone would give me an opportunity to direct. I, would, I always Why thought not? I would just create my own stuff. Never, I just didn't. I was gonna create my own thing, but you never thought somebody would do that
0: for you. You never thought you wanted it.
1: Um, I never considered it. I don't even know the, the distinction if I even thought it would, if there right. was a distinction. But I just thought I was just gonna create my own stuff, like a no tourist filmmaker, mm-hmm, and uh, and uh, I, I got a. So, but, but my I had an agent, and my agent was always like, Veronica, just consider TV. <laughs> just like, you may want to move out of your mom's house. Right. And, you know, <laughs> like, I want you to actually have, like, you know, live. So, because yeah. I was making zero money. Um, but, That's what so, the agents
0: are supposed to do. Yeah, That's a good agent. Then, yeah. Saying, like, hey, I think you should not yeah. live at your mom's house. Forever. Yeah.
1: Because then, you know, you do one thing, and then you, it, you can then work for the rest of your own project. Like, yeah. So, I, I, um, you know, it's okay. Let me explore television. I did all these courses. You know, Bell and CBC, and I got a development deal for my own show at CBC, yeah, which was um, amazing. And then I realized, uh, in the develop when I was developing it, like I would never direct be able to direct my own pilot because I have no TV directing experience. Right. They would not let me direct. I've no. done three shorts. Why they? And so I was like, I better look into this TV directing. And that's when I, I shadowed for Murdoch. And I, I got this on my first shot, this first break. And that just uh, opened some doors for me. So yeah. I got my first TV credit without having done a feature either. Usually you do a feature at least. And then you get, you know, sports teams. So i only done three
0: shorts. Wow. And they were all shorts that I had written. Like it wasn't someone else's work that I was So just going back to that navigation thing. So how do you get your heart into somebody else's work? I think it's, you know, it's uh, what in that work do you
1: connect to? Mm-hmm. So, like an example, Murdoch Mysteries. I've got to admit, I, I didn't really watch it before I was on it, but I love period. Okay. I, I, you know, I loved Merchant Ivory films when I was growing up. Mm-hmm um, love Jane Austen. Like okay. I love period. So you're not
0: far from it. Not far from yeah.
1: it. You know, I'm, you know, so I always wanted to do a garden party little scene. I got to do that on my first episode. Of oh. So just things like that. So yeah. it's like, what can I connect to in here? And then, um, you know, something like Kim's comedians, which I also direct on the family dynamic. I love right. those relationships and the, like, the, the immigrant experience as well because, you know, my parents, I can relate to that. So I really connected to that. Mm-hmm. And with Working Moms, it was those female friendships. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of female friends who I've known since I was 11 and 12, and they're, my, they're still my best friends. And I really thought I could, you know, bring something uh, to the show that I had experienced. Mm-hmm. And so there's always something I'm I'm connected to.
0: And do you feel like do you feel like you do have a responsibility to be – the voice of this um, new generation of female directors coming through? No, <laughs> I don't like, know. I don't know what that would mean. Like I, I don't. Well, like a growing up, I, I, don't know who inspired. You. Well, I mean, I know who's because you just told me. But like the movies that inspired you. <laughs> yeah. But none of those were like um, uh, pe- people of color or women directors yeah. like that. So like my role models were mostly men. Right. And then eventually, then like Catherine O'Hara and Andrew. Yeah. Martin, I'm like, yeah. oh, those are my role models. Yes. So. Now we're like in a place now that we're actually role models. Yeah. And do you feel? Do you feel that?
1: You know, okay. I never really felt it before, and I never really uh, considered it, or like I kind of maybe even shied away from that. Yeah. But I, I, um, I had a, a short film um, called Big Girl. That, yeah, that was that a, was like a turning point. That thing, was right? definitely yeah. turning point. It was it was out of the film center. It was my short. Yeah. Um, and and it, it won an award at Yeah, Tiff it was, it's it's premiered at Tiff and we won the best
0: short at Tiff. I want to go back and talk about okay. that because that must have blown your mind. Yeah.
1: And, uh, but that short, um, Tiff will take, t- they took it to to like inner city schools, like in Toronto. Yeah. Right? And I would go sometimes and do a Q&A. And I remember going to um, a school in Regent Park with Big Girl and, you know, giving, looking out over this sea of like young little faces and, for, and they asked me questions and everything. And I was, I remember this i was nelson mandela public school you know i was leaving and this one little girl who i swear looked like me when i was like eight yeah like just jumped in front of me and said i'm gonna be director just like you and it just yeah (laughs) just like i realized Mm -hmm. oh my gosh she saw me and i looked like her and she made that connection it it does have an effect sure it does um so that was very moving for me and um but at the same time it's it's
0: it's still about the work. And so, right, yeah, putting the it's work... is cal- hard, right? Because it gets clouded.
1: Like, yeah. how do you
0: push all that stuff? Like, that pressure and the pressure to work and the pressure to be commercial and yeah. do your work.
1: Okay, pressure so in, what, in what way? Well, commercial? We,
0: so we've been talking about, like, the... Well, like, commercial. Like, Murdoch Mysteries is oh, more okay. commercial. Or, okay. like, maybe you'll do a commercial sometime because yeah. that will let you do that big project. Yeah. So well, how do you put that stuff aside and keep your brain available to the creative stuff that you want.
1: Well, I don't, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Like I, the stuff I make is I want it to always be accessible for my right. audience. I want it. I don't want, I'm, I don't, I, yes, it's artistic and creative and, you know, references these Hungarian films or whatever, but it's right. always for an audience. Right. It's always, I want to pull them in and not lose them. Um, that's always my aim. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I love commercial movies. I love, you know, popular stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up on like David Fincher music videos Mm -hmm. and studied them and like recorded them and then watched them over and over. And uh, he's one of my big influences, which you probably wouldn't think, but he's one of the one of the big influences in my kind of.
0: Craft yeah. in the making as well. How so? Like, did you have you paid any homages to him in the work that you've done? I think I remember, you know, listening to interviews. And he's just so prepared. He mm-hmm. knows about every
1: aspect of the craft, and he prepares a lot. And I prepare a lot. Like yeah. anytime I'm in prep on a like... on a movie yeah. or a t- especially a TV show, I'm like I'm extreme. I prepare a lot, and so that you can be more open on set. You can like let it go. And but I like that preparation and study and focus and. And, yeah, I just find it uh, important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it kind of – I've been talking a lot lately with my friends about art versus uh, the business, because I feel like the balance is really wonky. And so speaking with you right now, it's like, oh, like, it sounds so (laughs) lovely to have, like, a director that's like, what do you think about this scene as opposed to there's your mark?
1: right which is oh yeah no usually what you have time for right? yeah so yeah well I don't I don't know I I definitely love um uh I love working with actors I wouldn't say I'm like great at it I'm always trying to be better mm-hmm. it's hard it's not easy it's yeah. like it's it's everyone's different di- no, like it's, it's, every, it's every actor's different Every is yeah. different process so when you put multiple actors together it's it's having. I mean, as a director, my job is to really create the best environment for an actor to do their best work. Yeah. So in order to do that, I need to understand the actor, like what they're doing, what they're thinking, and and have it be open. They have to trust me, you know. And that's and hard how to do, you do that.
0: Like what's on your... television?
1: That's impossible because yeah. you just like show up and it's you know you're our new director now. Yeah. Who are you?
0: I've done this character it's for like, like five a, years and having like under, understudy teachers. What are they called? Temporary teachers. Yeah. It's not the right oh, word. Oh, no. Understudy. I'm so theater well, that I can't. Understudy. I've um, lost the word. Um, substitute? Substitute. <laughs> understudy. Play the like, part of well, Mrs. A Gorman <laughs> will be Mr. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So so that is difficult. Like Yeah. What, like, what have you, what skills have you taught yourself to get into a set quickly?
1: I, I will check in with, like, the actors, the leads. So, um, like, I'm on a new show now. It's all, you know, I've never worked with any of this cast. Um, Can say what it is? It's called Ginny in Georgia. Okay, um it's a, a new Netflix yeah. show. It'll yeah. be on the air in 2020 or on Netflix in 2020. But it's uh again starring my things. buddy Jen Robertson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I just I just met her yeah. this week. But whenever an actor's coming in for a fitting, and I'm in prep, I'm like, Can I? I want to meet oh, them. Oh, that's smart. So I go and I'm like just say hey, hey, hi. That's a
0: lovely thing. Yeah, they're in there.
1: I'm you know I'm here prepping. Just wanted to say, hi, you know, if you have any questions, I'll tell them, you know, I'll try to ask, if you have more time, I'll try to ask them how they they read the episodes, what they thought, how do you like to work, This is how I I kind of work, I'll always give you another one if you want to do another go, just let me know. But just to make sure there's like Mm -hmm. some conversation before we're on the floor and, okay, in action. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: sometimes I beat the director for the first time on set. I know. Like, that's nuts to me. I don't know. It's just so not what I expected in my career. Yeah. And it's what I'm used to now. But at the time, like, now I just crave. And television is so fast, right? So sometimes you're like... Okay, and then you do like three takes in a row, and, that, and it's okay. We gotta move on. Yeah, and you're like, I'm yeah. I not quite giving you what I, I want you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just have to, but that's trust too. Like, I do trust. I know. that the, the director cares to get the best take, so they're not gonna move on until they get yeah. what they need. But
1: that's definitely with television. Is it was an adjustment to like not because you know in film I'm always want to, you know, we're, I'm working with the actors, I'm collaborating with them, yeah. and, and uh, one of my shorts, like I even like made it actor driven kind of process mm-hmm. versus in what way How did that? because I I, I I had done a short it was my second short where i had lovely actors but i didn't feel connected to them which and they one the that it's called range okay and they were you know it was like we, we did the whole machine of making the movie and then like the actors last people part you know part of the puzzle right and then we're like you're you're making it, but you haven't really even like connected to them or talked to them or like so it was just, I didn't feel as, I felt disconnected from that process. Yeah. And so the next short, I wanted to actually involve the actors. So the actors were the first person on the team. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a script, but I, I let them sort of give me their take and their input onto the script and like worked with them. Um, each, I was like two actors each on a day separately. Mm-hmm. And then we we, we blocked uh, scenes on location with the DP and the camera, but didn't shoot anything for two days.
0: Wow. That's luxury though. Yeah, it was it was an
1: arts council funded, yeah, yeah. <laughs> funded short. Yeah. So that was my process. I really wanted to see what would how that how this new direct actor process would affect the final outcome. And then then we would shoot, we shot the film. And it was so it and which felt, one was that one? It was called A Bicycle Lesson. Yes. It's yeah. about a, um, a young woman who teaches her mother how to ride a bicycle. Yeah. And so it was just. Uh, is that based on a true story? Um, it's, it's it's based on a friend of mine Uh, was teaching her mother how to ride a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about it. And I was like, oh my God, that is a great idea for a short. And I don't know what the story is, but I'm going to just like start there. And I'm going to write me and my mom as the characters, kind of thing, just to, just to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So it's it is based on like me and my mom mm-hmm. in some ways. Not like the the elements aren't true, the the story is not true, but the emotions mm-hmm. are definitely in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a great image. Yeah, think, I know because like, it's the like a...
1: reversal of what happens when you know your parents get old and you grow up and now you take care of them and yeah, and it's so it was like
0: a yeah yeah. Um, so that was the lesson you learned in um, you say you learned how to. How to like bring the actors in earlier? Mm-hmm. What was the lesson you learned in the uh, the bicycle short? Um.
1: Well, I mean, like just bringing them in earlier was was good. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was, I mean, that was maybe the most explicitly personal, yeah. like film I've made. So Is that far. hard? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I wasn't sure how distance
0: from the yeah, actual story. You need yeah a uh, little separation. Yeah,
1: and or just and, I, and I, I to be honest I don't know if I really nailed that movie mm. there's still something like I'm not sure that I, I really got it like
0: and is that because you were like um uh, I don't know it's not the right word but too scared to get deeper into something
1: no I don't know if it's I don't know or maybe I was experiencing at the same time yeah. when I was making it and I wasn't I needed more reflection on it and yeah. I need to go further to then pull something out of it and maybe I was all I was in in those emotions. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe I couldn't distance myself to see what the story
0: should be. So, I mean, I don't fault myself for doing that, but... No, it's all learning. Yeah, yeah. Like not, yeah. But I understand. And my mom has dementia, And sometimes when I'm like, you know, write what you know, and I sit down and I'm like, it's just too... Too, it's too close. I yeah. mean, she still is yeah. going through it, so I don't know yeah. when I'll be able to address it.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my mom has Alzheimer's. Oh, does she? yeah. yeah, she's she's actually late stage Alzheimer's. So is she in a home? Is she, no, is she still at home. No, she's. I keep her in her house. <laughs> um, Sounds like you're like. <laughs> I keep her in <laughs> yeah, her you house. Does that, like no, and her away. she, I, uh, you know, she lives with her sister. Okay, I'm there. Like you know, when I'm not on a TV show, but I'm there like two three times a week. Yeah, I go back and forth. Um, my mom is the happiest person I know. Was
0: she always? No. I know. My mom had the same thing. Yeah. Ch- it changes their... Isn't it interesting? Changes them. Yeah. It's I know it's not a good disease and we talk about how sad it is, but mm-hmm. there's some good things about it. I agree. Like, I There is hilarity. Yeah. And there is tragedy. We might need to talk yeah. about this because I have like, there are some hilari- hilarious moments yes. about it. You have to.
1: Yes. And it's just, uh, you know, when my mom got... Um, diagnose Alzheimer's and just that whole process our relationship totally changed because I I don't know how what you're saying like I, I totally took my mom for granted like she I'd see her calling me on my cell I'm like ignore like I would, yeah. you know I she was always there she always like was 100% for me I just like never really appreciated that or you know and now um totally the opposite like I'm like unconditional love for my mom and she like she's like she could not care less. She knows who I, I think she knows who I am. Yeah. Um, but I'm. she's, you know, she doesn't worry about me in the same way. She's yeah. not, you know. She's not on you. She's not on Yeah, me. yeah. And I, I actually miss that. Yeah. You know, i do anything to have, like, her call me again. Yeah. But my mom is, like, you know, everyone's, my mom is so cute. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't speak. She's in a wheelchair. She yeah. doesn't walk. She needs, like, 24-hour care. But she is the happiest person I know. She's well taken care of. She was at my TIFF screening last night. You know, she I could, know I she was it a lot pictures? for her? Yeah, I yeah. Even had to. Like, she lives in Richmond Hill, which is like an hour out of Toronto. And I, you know, I got a special car to pick them oh. up and bring them here. And it was like stressful. I was very of worried. Course. And it was like a late screening. It was like a nine forty five p.m. screening. She's supposed to bed at eight o'clock. You know, but you know, she and my aunt they came. And I don't know if my mom knew what was going on, but she was watching the movies. And I it was like, I held her hand through the whole screening. Yeah. And it's very <laughs> yeah, emotional. It like is. It. Yeah. it is. And like, uh, I'm so happy like that they were there. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I should yeah. be one. No, away. I'm.
1: I'm crying too. Okay.
0: So. And we cry together. Yeah. Like, I just remember I bringing my mother to one of my shows. Yeah. And like the effort it took to like, I know, get her there. And it's. And I don't know if she got it. I know. And it's. It is kind of for us. I know. But that's when I felt like. It's just, yeah. No, it's for my pop as well. Like yeah. I knew that it meant yeah. a lot. To... <laughs> um, but it was that's special that she could be there. Like, yeah. For you, even for you, even though you consider it selfish. It's still yeah. like you sharing her creation. Like...
1: Yeah. And like I know my mom. She doesn't know what I do. Right. She doesn't like you know that I've. She saw me when I was struggling. She was you know when I when big girl did really well. She was she she knew what what that was. Yeah. You know? But you know now she has no clue. Yeah, and I know she would be so proud and like She'd be over it, the moon. Yeah, but it's okay. Like I don't. It's okay. It's okay. I, yeah. I my favorite thing to do is just to like sit beside her and like you know talk to her yeah. and like make her try to make her laugh. Of course, those are my favorite. Is things. she an easy laugh? Yeah, yeah. I just have What's to the like trigger. What's the thing? That... It's it's me um, <laughs> teasing her. Or, uh, like, before, this was, like, maybe, maybe like, three or four years into her diagnosis of, of Alzheimer's, whenever we try to make her do something she wouldn't want to do, like, you know, get dressed or, like, you know, eat something, she'd go, like, she'd put her hand up in the air and go, e like this. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, right. I don't want to do, like, I'm making a stance, I don't want to do this. And she'd go, uh And so I sometimes I'd do that back to her, and yeah. then that makes her laugh.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not the worst. No, it could be if she could be like in pain. Yeah, and not looked after. Yeah, you can still like make her put her arms around you, and be like, "There's a lot that's good." Yeah, it's like I don't know about you, but I just miss, like, like I miss her being on me. I miss her. I know. You know, one of the things I
1: did when when she could was more mobile and stuff. I was like, I wanted her to be my mom again. Yes. And, but she couldn't be that person, I would, like, give her a hairbrush and get her to brush my hair.
0: Okay, enough. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Oh, my God, that's because, such a beautiful image, Because though. it
1: was, like, and I'd brush her hair, but then, like, she could brush my hair that yeah. felt like a mom. Yeah. So, you know it's it's
0: oh it's God. hard
1: it is really I um yeah, yeah it's really hard I remember one
0: of the last things my mom because my mom doesn't speak anymore yeah. and um but she has to be in home because she needs that care yeah but I remember like going to see her and they say that like you lose a lot of the things but you hold on to the things that were the most close to you okay. like so she I, I found her she was setting the table okay. so it was just something that she knew like in her heart of yeah. hearts like she loved a pretty set table. Right. So I saw her and then I, and I just kind of jumped in. When we were setting the table together. And she just looked at me and she said, You're just working so hard. Oh, I know. Cool. But it was like, Mom, like, mom, that's your yeah. mom. Yeah. And it's those
1: glimmers of like, thing is like, when that, ha- when that, as you probably know, like, it's, there. it's, it's, like my old mom is not there anymore. Right. It's a new mom. It's a
0: new mom. I know. And it's, like, it's I feel a new like mom the worst, like Barbara Walters. Like, <laughs> I promised myself I wasn't gonna cry, and then the interviewer cried. All right. Um, I see, mean, I make people feel something. You did it. All. Wow. Are we filming this? Um, but, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, we could talk for days about our moms yeah. and that, but like, uh, yeah, it's. But it's I and I, I. know there is a story in me more about. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. There about my my mom and me and, and some not explicitly but in some form of a film and yeah but uh I just I just find her so entertaining and I take her to movies I take her out and yeah. people are like what she took it because if you saw her condition you'd be it's like a lot. it's a as you yeah. know it's a lot to like you know the mobility and then the
0: disorienting and all yeah that. And you gotta it's protect like the influence of their senses yeah. yeah yeah so but she must have just she'd be so crazy proud yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's special that I mean, she was there. Like that's. Yeah, really... it, yeah. What about your pops? Was he?
1: He died. He died about eleven and a half years ago. Yeah. Um. But uh, he he was he was around when I when like my first short did really well and stuff was, but he also the also, the story with my dad is that he would have been really proud. I remember when I first watched my episode of Murdoch on on uh, television. Mm-hmm. And I saw my name directed by Renika yeah. J. Apollon. And J. Apollon is my dad's name. And it just like oh hit gosh. me because I never, it's weird. It was weird to see your name, like that kind of name. Like, even like to me, like on television, it's a strange name. Mm-hmm. And you don't see that kind of much But then to see my dad's name there, it felt, um, I felt like connected to mm-hmm. him. And, oh, I wish he had seen this. And it's. And I was like, I gotta keep you know. It's a hard name to pronounce, and everyone always gets it wrong. Okay. And you know, even the screening last Same night, again. they did Renica J. Apollon. J. Apollon. J. Apollon. Like completely. No, ridiculous. it's just a porn. It's
0: just. It's just. J. It's like if a guy would hey J.
1: J. I don't
0: uh, know. Which like an Apollon? <laughs> no, I think you should Apollonize <laughs> yes, to yes. me. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, is no cakewalk, but I get yeah. It. yeah,
1: yeah, and so, um, yeah, so. And I'm an only child, so it's <laughs> so. Where's your? Where do you get your family now? My friends, yeah. Um But you know that's why I kind of like with my mom and my aunt, are the, so my I call them my my, my VIP guests. You yeah. know, like last night they're my VIP guests. But um, yeah, I guess my friends and
0: and your aunt yeah. is still present for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's um,
1: my my aunt is like Mother Teresa. I've never seen her angry in what? her entire life. Right. Um, she's just the most giving person. And she reads my scripts, you know, like she wants to read wow. them. She's an avid, voracious reader. She, wow. I buy, for Christmas, I buy her the biggest, thickest, war and peace here. Yeah. And she'll read them all. And so she reads
0: my scripts sometimes and she's yeah. just proud and whatever. Do you feel like there's a story that you keep telling in all your films? Yes. What is it? Um, someone who's closed who learns to be open. <laughs> and do you think that's like that beautiful conflict of science and art in your brain?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it is, it's you. It has yeah, to be it's your it's story. Yeah, it's me in some ways, but I—I I, I mean, I, 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 it definitely is a recurring theme. Um, and I de- definitely seem to like even when I have a TV show I and mean, I'm the script, those scenes that are about that yeah. people or people connecting. Yeah, people connecting or disconnected people or connecting like those those kind of dynamics. Yeah. I really
0: gravitate towards. Yeah, even in the short film, the um, the. Uh Oh my gosh, with East Twitter, you just um, life, life support. Life support. Um, I mean, that connection is stunning. Oh, yeah. It's stunning. Yeah. It happens in like seven minutes. And yeah. It's a beautiful connection. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you'll ever not tell that story? Like, do you feel like. Oh, I would love to not tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. I understand myself. <laughs>
1: um, but I, I'm not doing it consciously. Right. It's like subconsciously, you know? You like look at your screen. Yeah. And all you know, I remember when I made Big Girl, I wrote it, directed it, we're shooting it. Halfway through the shoot, I was like, wait a second, this is
0: about me. And I did not even even see it?
1: See it. Yeah.
0: Now, does that like do you want to turn away from that or you're like, okay, great, let's dive deeper? Um because it's that's a hard emotional journey to go through when you realize it's you because it's personal. Yeah. You're about to expose yourself.
1: Yeah, but I think that's I think that's the like, cost, or I don't know. That's what you need to yeah. do to have it have it connect with someone. If it's, I mean, I'll, I mean, it might be the same themes but in different genres. Right. You know, that that's kind of cool. I love to do different genres, um, different types of stuff. Not always like family or relationship or like you know. I do like straddling comedy and drama. Mm-hmm. Like that tonal shift. Those micro shifts that can happen. Um, you know, always sort of grounded, but still that's interesting
0: I want to explore more different shifts in tone yeah
1: um but
0: yeah. it doesn't feel like you'll ever well I mean, who knows but like it doesn't feel like you're getting pigeonholed anywhere
1: no because I think I I it's this thing I try like I want to make an audience feel something right so whether that's in the the, the genre of a horror film mm-hmm. or you know a drama or whatever yeah I can always there's that feeling
0: right i mean it feels like it feels like you're doing a bit more than that though because like every movie makes you feel something whether it's yeah not always but yeah but like fr- not necessarily you but like somebody like every yeah. movie is put out there to feel like that's a yeah. good job so whether it's like yeah. anger because the movie's so <laughs> bad but like i feel like you're it's a, it like going deeper than that
1: yeah maybe maybe when i say feel i have a friend and um she she asked me for movie recommendations and I'm like, okay, what kind of? Like, I'm very good at movie okay. good She's like, know. what, what kind? I'm like, what kind of movie? And I remember one time, she's like, I want to, I want a movie that's going to make me feel. It's going to make me cry. Right. So it's the crying. Maybe is that. Maybe that's what I mean by okay. feel, but not necessarily crying. But like a a, a deep emotion mm-hmm. that uh, could be cathartic. Have ever gone
0: through? who knows what that is? I like somebody could watch a zombie movie. And I know go, oh, that's God, true. The zombies got together that's at true, the True. don't know. Like I don't know.
1: And that's why I think it's like, oh, I, I always try to make something personal because I feel like if it's personal, it's going to connect with someone, right. but I can't guess what's going to connect with someone. Well, that's why like,
0: you know, based on what we were talking before about like social media, like I do feel like your story, even as a person is so, it's going to influence people, mm-hmm. whether it's that little girl that looks like you or whether yeah. it's through your movies, it's still your power of storytelling. Right? Yeah. And it could be yeah. the storytelling of you, so... Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. don't know either. I don't yeah. have any answers. Who's <laughs> kidding who? Um, yeah. I had a question that it did do very well with time. Um, <laughs> I'll just edit this part <laughs> out. Uh, do you feel like um, there's like a big, big dream in the future that you, you'd like to
1: um, tackle? Definitely like feature films. Yeah. That's I always like, would, like a big one. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do a big Hollywood studio film. Period piece. Definitely, yeah. Set in Italy,
0: of course. Right, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. They say that's the way to get um, movies made, right? Is to like say, a co-production opens, yeah. opens up in Italy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah yes, yes.
1: Mm. But uh, I just want, I want, I want to make stuff that people are going to see, and that's that's kind of like never thought that about television. Like that's the beauty of television. You 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 make something, you direct it, yeah, and it's on the air like a few months later, and people yeah. see it. Whereas well, film, not necessarily like that.
0: And is, is that changing now with digital media?
1: I suppose so. I'm not the most digitally savvy like social media person mm-hmm. to navigate that aspect, but um, I don't know. I love the movie Going Experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you, know, you Oh, know I love it. The communal experience of that and like feeling the theater and all of that. So. Yeah.
0: Having the person kick you. Yeah. I love <laughs> yeah. it so much. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, it feels like your, also your career like from biochemistry to CFC, like you've been just like Go go go! It doesn't yeah. feel like there's been a time where you're like uncertain about your path.
1: Well, I wasn't. We skipped a, a few years <laughs> there, right? Because CFC was like
0: 2005, 2004, 2005. Yeah. And then so big I, girl, big girl was 2005. And so and you come out of that, you're like, oh, I just I did my first short film <laughs> in the TIFF festival, yeah. and I won an award. This yeah. is gonna be
1: easy. Yeah. Well, I was. I yeah. That happened. I mean, we got into TIFF and we were super ecstatic. Mm-hmm. 100% we did not know there was an award. Oh, right. did not know there was an award. I never even crossed our mind like my wow. producer like at least my mind never crossed our mind. And then the night before the awards we get a call from the programmer saying we should be at the awards tomorrow. So that was like huge like icing on the cake, yeah. 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 Uh, and that was so great and I that that short still opens doors for me. Still gets me jobs. Wow. It's totally changed my life. I'm still so proud of it. And uh, but uh, I when I was, came, left the CSC, and I was like, made this amazing short that I'm so proud of. I'm not going to work in the industry as anything but a writer or a director. Right. I was a snob. Like, I'm gonna, just going right. to do this. And I'm going to write my feature and whatever. But I wanted to move out of my parents' house, right. and so I got a job as a temp. And, and I was placed on a trading floor on Bay Street at an investment bank, and I was the assistant for 15 guys on a trading floor. And that's where you're CBC Yeah, show came so from. yeah, and I was supposed to I was just supposed to do that for like, you know, 6 months and I did it for 6
0: years because it was holy moly. Yeah, because why? Because it was good money? Uh no,
1: it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It was fun. It was like I'd never worked with so many men before. It was a totally different world. It was it was like a lot of money and the, and it was a, an investment bank all these guys from CIBC broke off and started their own company. So they had invested their own money. Everything was on the line. It was like high stakes. So stressful. Stressful and uh, multitasking. But I worked with like these guys who were, you know, uh, highly functional, super smart, super sometimes inappropriate. Like the whole cliche of what you think. But out of anyone I've ever worked with, even since those guys empowered me the most as a woman which is so ironic yeah Yeah, like they just like you know whenever I was introduced to people or you know clients where they said this is Renika she she works with us or we work for her she runs our office mm -hmm. they you know I was they just depended on me they respected me I don't know they just uh believed in me they all came to like Big girl screened at TIFF, and they all came to the party. Wow. They were just huge fans, and they still are big supporters. You know, probably one one of them good. was at my
0: screening last night with his wife. Wow. You know, so probably gave you some good grounding for dealing with like the men in yeah.
1: industry too. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I'm, yeah, I've dealt with like the, the alpha, alpha, alpha male. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I, yeah, it was a crazy world.
0: Yeah. So then leaving that, you just kept making film now, like with yeah, TV so, and stuff. So in. leaving
1: that, I uh, I left, that was one of the hardest things was to quit that job because our company merged with another company and the work culture totally changed. Mm. I was now working like 14 hour days. This is my day job. It's mm. not my, mm. and so I, I quit and then I had to like, had no income. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, work on being a filmmaker. Yeah. Went back with my mom in Richmond Hill. I had no expenses, uh, it was really hard, and for, like, five years struggled. Right. made, like, zero figures.
0: Wow. That's <laughs> the part we don't see, right? Like, yeah. you look at your resume, you're like, yeah. oh, she's working all the time. Yeah. yeah, and,
1: you know, my friends are getting married, buying, you know, houses, and going on trips, and and I was living in my old bedroom oh, yeah. with my mom in Richmond Hill, like, you know, weird. driving her car, and, like, you know, couldn't go out, really, because I was left so far,
0: and it was, yeah. it was like, hard. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really tough. It was hard. And then, I mean, how did you get out of that? I like spiritually too. Like, how did you lift yourself
1: out of that? I think it was just keeping on. Like, sometimes I had those, like, you know, dark in the night. Like, what am I doing? Yes. Yes. Is this right? I mean, what still have I them? Just yes, so you know. yes. No. <laughs> Is this what am I supposed? What am I doing here? Is this? And I remember, you know, I started to. That's why I opened I couldn't get my features made, and then I explored television. Had a little bit of, you know, success. I, was, I remember shadowing on Murdoch and it was like, you know, the two weeks into that, I was just like, that night, I was like, what, what am I doing shadowing? Like, I don't know. This is This what I want to do. I, know. And I just had like a really dark night. And the next day I got offered an episode. Wow. So it was
0: like weird how that yeah. works or whatever, but it's just. Was that when you were like, maybe I need to go back?
1: Yeah. I, I you know, Beyond the point of no return by then. Like yeah. I couldn't like change careers or, or do anything, but it was just like, you have, I think you just have to like, there's someone told me that this industry is like such high highs, but yeah. also low lows uh-huh. and you just have to like travel through them. Yeah. Cause, I know. cause it, it, you go, you you just to- trust that it'll come around, yeah. but it's hard. Cause you also don't know what like, the next day you might get, you might get an offer yeah. or a gig or you just don't know what's going to happen. And you can't, you
0: just can't, like you said, you're number one, can't quit. Can't. You can't. You just keep going just go to bed early on the bad days. So the day's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I know it's hard to like, where do you find yourself? Like, how do you get the self belief in the thing motor that keeps going?
1: I don't know. My friend was like saying how, like she was reading a book about like resilience mm-hmm. and bouncing back. Yeah. And she was like, I think she's like you're you you're very resilient. Yeah, that's a great topic. which I never thought of myself. I never like thought of that, but I think it's just taking just going through it. I yeah. don't know. I don't
0: know yeah. idea where it comes from. Well is it like do you have do you have like a big like the bigger goal? I know you're talking about like Hollywood features, but do you have the thing that's like your drive? Like I don't know, like in my role in comedy, I like there's nothing better than bringing two people together for yeah. a laugh. Like there's right, nothing better right. than that kind of communal. Yeah. Hangout. So that's like a drive for me. Yeah. Whether it's like doing a podcast and somebody listens to that and said, "Oh, yeah. that was really fun," or I really enjoyed the discussion. Yeah. But I don't know. I think me.
1: I think it's what I you know when I was watching ET and, and like I connected to to what was on screen mm-hmm. and it moved me and it it helped me. Yeah. That. You know, I, I mean, we had the premiere of Life Support last night and like a couple of people came in, up to me afterwards and were like, oh, I, I found your, your film very moving. It really like, touched me. That, mm-hmm. That's really important. Mm-hmm. And that's really like if you say something, you put something out there and so it connects to someone, that's, like, that's the best
0: thing. Yeah. No, really. It's a yeah. better. Um, I usually wrap up by talking about things that you're inspired by lately. Like is there a book you're reading or a podcast you're listening to or music? Or art, or something that you—oh uh, question. What am I inspired by Oh, like I mean, I
1: watch a lot of television. Yeah, what are you then, watching? I mean, Fleabag. Fleabag. Okay, don't even start. Yeah, no. Like, where do you even? That's no. It's like the best of the best. <laughs> um, I saw a show called a British show called Years and Years. Oh. It's a HBO and uh, I think a, a, like ITV or okay. a British network, and it's about a family uh set in like the near future like five years from now yeah as in a world where a politician like a trump-like politician just keeps getting in power and oh, what could happen okay. how the world could spiral it's it's brilliantly done yeah. it's it's and it's it's under the like the 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 uh, it's about family so that's the the,
0: the kind of focus of yeah. how these issues kind of go. that was really good but We've um, seen all the BBC like shows like Scott and Bailey, yes. and Church and all those, yeah, yeah, so. those
1: are great. Um, I saw a movie actually on Thursday night at TIFF okay. called Portrait of a Lady on
0: Fire, which again, yes, just go to bed. Like yeah. I don't even know. Like yes. I watched the second season of Fleabag, and I was like, Oh my god, I don't even know. It was just like I don't know. I'm so in admiration of that brain. And I know it's genius. Yeah.
1: yeah, and and the, and the. The the, the the comedy the, the, like the laugh, followed right by the I gut know. punch. No, she does it so, or she or vice that. versa. Yeah, the gut punch and
0: then like the laugh right there. It's, I, it's my favorite thing in the world. Like as yeah. a comedian slash actor, like I love the ability of like playing that line. Yeah, uh, I don't. And she's a genius at it. Yeah, like like life support. we were trying to those sort Yeah. Of well, you've got Jane Eastwood.
1: Yes, but she's not. She's not the the the, con, the funny but person. She's in not, that. but she she
0: can't help but resonate like yeah. like a I don't know. It's like a spark of comedy. Yeah. Like even in like she's like she's yes. such a beautiful actress. People don't even know half of. Oh what my she god. Do. Yes,
1: and I think that's why I was so interested in working with her in this film because you know we see Jane as as the comedian as mm-hmm. as, as out there and extroverted and here was someone in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and internal and having it to gush out so there's like i i felt like she's so it was so lovely i love that you gave
0: gave us a chance to see her like that because we just don't get to see that yeah i'd love to work with her again i know uh anyway i can't wait to see what you do next and i'm uh, thrilled for this is so great thrilled Mm -hmm. to have your heart in this community that's what i think i think it's really special to have people like you uh create oh thank you yes great smart and sweet she's just a lovely person and just so authentic Uh, i'm just honored i'm honored to have these kind of discussions with people when they just take their shoes off and they're just real don't forget to follow her on social media at r-j-e-y-a-p-a-l-a-n and let us know while you're over there uh follow us why don't you let us know what you thought firecracker d-e-p-t have you heard of Share Her Journey? If you have, I'd love to know your thoughts on that. And if you haven't, go on over and follow them as well. Find out what they're doing in this time of uh, quarantineness because I know Share Her Journey is stepping up. I remember, I remember Sandra O oh saying to me once in a panel discussion um, that whatever power you have, make sure you're using it to find equality. And I think that's such a message that I, I hold in my heart. And I think that's something that Share Her Journey also believes in. You could say Renika's directing on season four of Kim's Convenience, which is airing right now. And she's also directing the upcoming Ginny and Georgia TV series, which features another firecracker, Shits Creek Jennifer Robertson. And maybe you can have a listen to that let me know what you thought of Jennifer's episode, which I absolutely loved as well. And if you feel like it, just like binge us Netflix style, you know, just start in the morning and just plow through all episodes, one after another. Just get real immersed with some amazing, thoughts and ideas and advice from amazing kick-ass women we'll have all the links to her social media and some of her current work in our show notes so check her out and send some direct firecracker love her way Renika Jay Pollen, she's just a treat I'm just such a fan of hers and I know I bet you're a fan too now that you've had an hour with her hey put in your books the upcoming spark chat live on instagram is the first sunday of every month oh my gosh Cameron and manheim before that was astrid ben We are in cat barrel and this month coming up the one and only sarah mcvee from working mums and the handmaid's tale will be my guest so i can't wait to chat with her and catch up with her life and then take questions from you as well so you can find all the details for that on our instagram page at firecracker Thank you so much to my big firecracker team. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do any of this without them. Here's the team that are in LA. It's AJ Edmonds, Farah Marani, Emily Churchill, Monique Madrid, Camille Adams, Jordan Giddens, Deanna Moffat, And then in Toronto, there's a whole other chapter. And those are Joanne Boland, Anna Gustafson, Veronica Martin, Sydney Nielsen, Laura Lee Delmachio, Winnie Wong, Naomi Wright, Chelsea McKenzie, and Sarah Bowden. And don't forget about our UK chapter. We've got Vicki Breer over in England, and she is staying up late because of the time zones and helping us build our community. So thank you. And we're just getting started. There are people joining us all the time and we're lucky and we are better off for it, so thank you! Maybe some of you are thinking, hey, I'd like to get involved. I really would love that. So why don't you go on over to our website, see what we're doing and see what part kind of jazzes you. It could be something in the comedy department, the art department, the script department, the red point department, where we celebrate aging in the arts. Uh, just go on over to firecrackerdepartment.com and check us out and then drop me a line at firecrackerdepartment at and let's chat and while you're online because who's kidding who we're online all the time. Why don't you go over and give us a little rating and review because it really helps us keep bringing these podcasts to you and keeps building our community. It really does. We know that you have two ears and there's a lot of things you could be listening to. So we really appreciate that you're choosing firecracker department. And we just got one better you're here. See you next time on the firecracker department everybody.